0: Two and a half hours. You and I are going to spend a portion of this afternoon together. We're going to be discussing issues that are important to the schools around this state. We're going to be discussing issues that are important to the United States Congress, as a matter of fact. Yeah, we'll jump from Salt Lake City to Washington, D.C., as a rally took place early this morning, hosted by uh, numerous teachers and supporters of teachers from around the region. And then we will be looking at a vote which was cast yesterday on the floor of the House of Representatives. In Washington, D.C. For the first time, legislators in the House uh, before the full floor have been asked to cast a vote regarding whether or not to remove certain statues, specifically statues depicting uh, Confederate sympathizers and soldiers and leaders, which right now reside within the U.S. Capitol. We're going to have a, a long conversation about that. And then later on, we'll be speaking with a parent, interestingly enough, a parent who really wants to get her children back into school so much so that she is considering moving them from one district to another to ensure that they are able to enjoy face-to-face traditional in-house education looking forward to that conversation as well but let's start because time is tight Uh, this morning up on Utah's Capitol Hill there was a rally that rally was organized by a teacher and a mother and she joins me on the line now Wendy Moss how are you?
1: I'm
0: fine. How are you? I'm well. I'm grateful to you for joining us. I have to say, I think that much of my attention to the the concerns and the, the, the views and feelings and fears, really, of teachers stems from the fact that my own mother is a teacher. I know that there are uh, parents with certain considerations, there are administrators with certain considerations they're making, and students, of course, uh, but the teachers are a group of individuals who really make this all uh, work. When the rubber meets the road, uh, teachers are the ones doing the teaching, and for the students to get anything from their experience in the classroom or remotely, uh, it is all dependent on the teachers. So uh, first off, before we even get into the details of this conversation, let me thank you for being a teacher. You occupy an important role in the community in the Lives of the, the students that you serve.
1: Thank you. That's so nice. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs>
0: you've had uh, you've uh, you've had a busy morning. W- what have you been up to?
1: Well, we had a rally up at the Capitol today, just for teachers and parents to show their support for returning to school safely. So that's that's our goal. Um, our goal is not to keep kids out of school. Our goal is to be in there and have teachers, staff, and students as safe as they
0: could possibly be. We've heard from medical experts, uh, specifically in the field of mental health, that reiterate this idea that getting back into the classroom, in fact, is incredibly important, not only for the education of these students, we know that in the classroom is the, the most ideal setting, but also for their mental health. And so you, you share the, the objective of getting back into the classroom.
1: Oh, absolutely. I, online teaching was tough. You know, teachers did amazing things in the two days that we had to put that together. <laughs> um, but it was, it was a hard time. And I agree that kids' mental health did struggle. It wasn't just because of the teaching online, but it was the isolation and the fear. Um, nobody really knew in March what this pandemic was. Um, and there was, there was a lot of things going on. So I think I think kids mental health is important. But also, I, I think that going into schools that are not safe, without safe social distancing, and then they see their classmates get sick, and then they know they're sitting within six feet of that classmate. And then they wonder if they're going to get sick, it's going to be traumatizing little kids whose teachers get sick, you know, it's, it's we need to make sure everyone is safe before we bring them back in. Every kid and every teacher has a right to be safe in school.
0: You have a petition right now, a change.org petition, which is circulating right now. As I have just refreshed the screen, you uh, enjoy 6,164 signatures to that. It calls on the governor uh, to put in place uh, certain safeguards, which go above and beyond which, are, uh, which seem to be uh, you know, in place currently. What would you like to see done?
1: Um, well, there are things that I think would make um, schools safer. Uh, one is masking, which seems like it is getting more enforceable as we go. So that's, that's yeah. a good stuff. Um, one thing with the masking that concerns me is there are teachers with entire classrooms of special ed students who have legitimate reasons not to wear a mask. And they should be provided personal protective equipment and 95 so that they can be with kids with a mask exemption and not be at further risk. You'd like so to see
0: those easy. teachers equipped with uh, with safety measures, which go beyond, I guess, these like the cloth made at home masks.
1: Right, yeah. Gotcha. Well, and every teacher, even if they're not a special ed teacher, but every teacher who has the mask exempt student should be given that extra protection because even if kids don't get really sick with COVID, one in four teachers is at high risk of hospitalization, Um, So that's a lot, and we just need to keep teachers safe. Um, You bring up – sorry, go ahead. Yeah, no, airflow is another big one for me. Uh, I know initially um, districts were planning on opening at about 20% new air every hour, which is 80% recycled air in a building with 900 people. That didn't seem like enough. To me, but I'm not a doctor and I'm not an engineer, so really the reason behind our petition is that we want doctors to review all of these things that could be um, contributing to the spread of COVID in schools and then decide if it's safe to go back under the conditions that we had if we're not willing to spend the money on HVACs and n ninety five. Like, what will that look like?
0: I, I know that uh, that to teach is, it's not just a service to the community, but it also, in reality, is uh, the way, you know, you derive your livelihood. In the event that these demands are not met, are you prepared to, uh, to stay outside the classroom, uh, regardless of what the district puts in place as it's planning?
1: I think this is a question that a lot of teachers are struggling with right now. And, I mean, teachers are afraid for their jobs, so they don't want to speak up and say, my district's making a mistake, but I'm worried. Um, I, you know, I would hate to have to leave the classroom. I would absolutely hate it. So I, But I also don't want to go in a building that's not safe. So it, it's hard, and teachers are having to make these hard decisions. Teachers who are a couple years away from retirement have to decide if it's worth the gamble to go back into a classroom. Yeah.
0: Uh, Wendy Moss, thank you for your time. Sorry we don't have longer to speak. There are many questions I'd like to ask you, but I wish you the best of luck. Uh, and again, let me just reiterate my thanks to you for uh, the service you render the community and so many students as a teacher. Thank you. Alrighty. We're going to take a quick break here. When we return, we're going to shift gears, have a look at what is transpiring right now in Washington, D.C. Just yesterday, there was uh, an historic vote cast on the floor of the U.S. House regarding statues. It is the will of the House that about a dozen statues be removed from the U.S. Capitol. We'll get into those details next on Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry, and this is KSL News Radio.